Hi, and welcome to this week's Ask Elsa podcast. Uh, if you're listening uh, to the podcast, welcome. My name is Elsa, and you can find out more about me on my website, pleasureforhealth.com. I'm a relationship and intimacy coach. I work basically with somatic work, which is using the body and how we're, our awareness of our felt sense to help us get better at relationships and intimacy. So today uh, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about listening because listening comes up a lot when I am working with either individuals or couples and we get together and the thing I hear most often is, you know, you're not listening to me. My partner doesn't listen to me. They don't hear what I'm saying. I don't feel heard. You know, these are some of the main, main uh, problems or issues that come up in our intimate relationships. And so I thought it's worth it to do a podcast just about this uh, because we want to look at listening as a skill that we can actually get better at, something that we can improve on, and, you know, maybe something that we want to look at how we kind of measure up as a listener to begin with. So it was interesting because as I was researching for this episode, um, you know, there's a difference between hearing and listening. Hearing is just having the sound waves come into our ear. And as long as we not, we're not hearing impaired, we will hear some type of sound. Listening is that interpretation of the sound that we have, um, that we make sense of the words that we're hearing. So there's a cognitive part of, of listening that is required. We can't just kind of take in the noise, like that's the wah, 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 you know, and Charlie Brown uh, that isn't really listening. So um, listening is the ability to accurately receive and interpret messages in the communication process. So we're actually receiving something. We're not just having the wah, wah, wah going on and the sound waves coming in, but we're actually receiving some kind of message, some understanding about that. And this act of listening underpins all positive human relationships. And, you know, we have been given the, um, the gift of speech. And although, you know, you might argue that there's other ways of listening than just with speech, which I would agree with, there is still a lot to be said for gaining skill and understanding how that works when we are listening to someone. And, you know, I would say as a body worker, we talk about listening to the body, listening to the body language, listening to the energy of the person. There's many things that we can pick up on that can add to the words that we're hearing. There might be a tone of voice, there's a, a inflection, an emphasis on certain words would change the meaning quite drastically um, for the listener. So I think there's a couple of things that are important, you know, in my mind to kind of look at when we get, uh, when we talk about listening. And one is, what is your goal as the listener? Because if you know what your goal is, I know my partner and I get into this discussion quite a lot. Like if he, if we are clear at the beginning, hey, I just want you to listen. I don't want you to advise. I don't want you to tell me how to do something. I just want you to listen to listen to me processing my own thing and just be the be the receptor of my own wisdom right now. 
And sometimes that just means sitting and listening and being quiet. Sometimes our goal is, hey, I want your input. You know, what do you think about this? Or should I go and buy that? And that kind of listening would have, you know, a different goal. So I think it's important to think about what is our goal as the listener and to be, you know, that's the first thing you have to communicate with the, with your partner or the person you're um, interacting with is what, what do they want you to be as the listener? What, what role do you have to play and what is your goal as a listener? So you might have the goal of being an appreciative audience. You might listen to music. You might listen to your grandchild um, tell a story. You might listen to a joke. You know, we're kind of being appreciative. We're just noticing, hey, um, I'm listening because this is, you know, I'm appreciating someone else's share. So that might be one goal. Um, another goal might be empathic. We're listening to kind of understand where the other person's coming from to kind of put ourselves in their shoes. You know, hey, why did you, why did you turn up late to our appointment? You know, I was really upset by that. And then you listen to the answer. You're listening to understand why this person was late. You know, what, what went on for them? Did their car break down? Did they have, you know, something happen that might have caused them to be late? So you're listening to be empathic. You might listen to comprehend something. You might listen to a lecture. You might listen to a YouTube talk um, where you're looking to comprehend something. You might um, listen to instructions on how to do something. And it would be a comprehending kind of listening. Or you might be listening to be critical and you might, you know, if you're a lawyer or let's say you were listening to two friends, um, they came to you to help sort out their disagreement. You're listening critically. You're saying what's what's this person saying and that person saying and what makes sense or doesn't. And you're critically thinking while you're listening. So some of these things require you to be doing something else while you're listening. And some of the types of listening just require you to kind of sit back and take it in and be appreciative. Um, so knowing what you and your partner are both doing, are they sharing to be known and they just want you to listen? Are they sharing for feedback because they want your, you know, positive criticism? Um, are they sharing uh, some kind of learning for you? You know, you might want to comprehend. Are they sharing to have an empathic listener to be, you know, for you to be understanding. Those are all different types of listening. And if we kind of get them wrong, that can be um, difficult for our partner. So I know when I think I'm, you know, my partner wants my um, critical thinking, let's say, and he starts telling me about trying to fix his truck and this is what's going on. And I start jumping in with, well, you could try this and have you done that. And then he's like, no, 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 I just want you to listen. I want you to be appreciative of me and just listen to what I'm sharing. That is a different goal than, um, you know, actually asking for feedback. So a lot of the listening is to determine what the goal is in the, in the, in the conversation to begin with. And of course, being humans, we aren't always clear about this. And sometimes what we say we want and what our bodies are portraying or what our body language is saying is two different things and that can be really confusing for the listener to try and work out well do i watch the body language or do i go with the words you know what is what is something that i should trust and 
if you find that you are involved with a lot of people that are unclear in their communication, um, you know, you, you may want to think about how you could work on that with your, with your, um, friends and acquaintances and intimates, um, you know, intimate people in your life, because it, there's something very dissatisfying about listening and kind of feeling at the end that, you know, you got two different messages. So you're like, well, you said that it was okay if we went to this restaurant tonight, but your body language kind of said that you would rather go to this other place. And so, you know, you feel um, unsettled at that point. And so, you know, asking some clarifying questions, great. But if your partner is actually being confusing or doesn't admit that they have these conflicting um, messages coming through, uh, you may have some, some difficulties to work through with somebody like a somatic relationship coach where we'd actually look at integrating in our own body what is our body saying? What is our voice saying? What is our eye contact saying? What is our tone of voice saying? What is our energy saying? Um, and we put that all together so that we are much more integrated. So don't say, yeah, I'm fine, whatever you want, when it's not fine, you know, that's very confusing. So that's more about talking than listening, but it does affect the listener because we are trying to get a clear message from listening. So this brings up different styles of listening. And sometimes for the listener, our own personal style um, means that we prefer um, communication to come across in a certain way. And of course, you know, that's valid. We have, we all are individuals in that. However, we may want to realize that we have a particular style that we like to have things communicated in this particular style. And if the other person's not able to communicate in that style, we might want to also expand our ability to listen in different styles. So what I mean by that is we might be people-oriented listener. We kind of notice their vibe. We notice their feelings, their emotions, the things, the, you know, the little shake in their voice, that kind of thing. And we are really aware of the other person as we listen. We might be action-oriented, like we want to know what, the next action is we're listening for the, you know, what's coming next. We might be content oriented. We like to listen to debates because we want to listen to other people's views and then kind of come up with our own view. Or we might be time oriented, which is kind of a, yeah, we just want to hear it quickly and succinctly and then get on with whatever it is we're doing. We don't want the long flowery story. And we all have this, um, I'm sure we've all had the experience of, you know, if we are one of these types of listeners and we are matched up with a communicator of a different type, you know, my partner loves telling long drawn out stories about his, you know, whatever his point is, he likes to make it into a story. And I think I'm very kind of action oriented, um, you know, or even people oriented, but I want to I want to get to the point, you know, or time oriented too. I want to get to the point and I don't want to spend hours like hearing about all these kind of subsidiary things. I want it clearly stated. What is the point of the story? And then if I'm interested in the story, maybe I'll ask to hear the rest of the story, but I like it to be communicated. I like the nuggets first and then the flowery story. Um, whereas other people like to communicate the flowery story first and, and then get to the nuggets at the end. 
So that can be a really interesting difference. And it doesn't have to make one of you wrong. It's not like, well, I'm wrong or my partner's right or I should be a better person. It's just the style of listener that we are. And the more that we can expand our awareness of that, then I can say to myself, self, when I'm listening to my partner, I'm going to you know, expand my sense of time and let him tell his story and enjoy listening to his story because I know he loves to tell it like that. So, you know, from that type of love and uh, understanding, I can then take more time to listen to the story. So you might ask, um, you know, what are the barriers that come up against us being good listeners? Because as we all know as well, we aren't always good listeners and we don't always, um, you know, have a good understanding when someone's communicating. So a few things that get in the way that that come up are information overload, like you've just been barraged with information all day and you come home and then your partner is trying to tell you all about, you know, how the uh, garbage can got put together or I don't know, something. And you're just like, I can't take anything else in. Like I'm, I'm up to here. I've had a long day and I can't take any more information in. So you might be okay listening to some nice music together, but you're not okay taking in more information. And just, you know, having more awareness of what you're capable of as a listener can help the communication as well. Personal concerns also get in the way of listening a lot, a lot. This is like when we're distracted because we're thinking about our kids or we're distracted because, you know, we're upset about our our bank statement this morning or you know we got some bad news or somebody in the family died or you know whatever it is we have our own personal concerns maybe I'm more worried about you know what I'm going to make cook for dinner than I am about listening to my friend tell me all about their latest date and so I'm not really listening I'm still I'm doing something else in my head and so you know that is it is what it is but we do also if we want to be good listeners need to be able to put aside our personal concerns if we can and actually be present and aware of the person we're listening to. Outside distractions can be um, barriers to listening and this, you know, especially if you're on the spectrum or if you have, um, you know, a different ability with listening and outside distractions are, are more present for you, this can be a real issue. Um, you know, I've had people that, you know, if you click a pen or just those little sounds really, really get on their nerves, like they can't focus on the words or listening to the people if that's going on. You know, some people can't listen to music and talk to someone at the same time. Other people love to have music playing and talk, you know, it's kind of a thing. So again, it's, it's not making someone right or wrong. It's knowing yourself and knowing how to get yourself in a good position uh, with your partner and, and, you know, it has to start off with communicating how you need to communicate, um, and how you need to listen, how you would like someone to listen and, and coming to terms with that. Um, prejudice is uh, one big reason why we don't listen, you know, oh, I don't listen to his, his opinions are, you know, suck. I don't listen to that. And, um, you know, that can really get in the way of us hearing anything new or being able to open our minds to listen. And, you know, the rate of speech, which is actually a timing thing. And I never knew this was such a big deal until, again, you know, with my partner, he talks slower and he takes more time, more pauses in the conversation to just kind of let things sink in. 
than I would. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a, a quick speaker and I, you know, I tend to move very quickly through different things. And so when we first got together, it was really noticeable that, you know, he would be taking a pause to just kind of take a pause and I would jump in with the next thought before he could kind of process that, you know, he would like to continue his story or whatever, because I was right there and the timing for me was very quick, but the timing for him needed to be slower. And uh, we actually had to talk about timing a lot, which was really interesting to me. I had not had that experience so clearly laid out before. So sometimes it's just that, you know, some people will feel that nobody ever listens to them because they actually just need a little more time to, you know, get their words out or get their, collect their thoughts. And so we as listeners could be aware of a timing difference and maybe take an extra breath before we jump in with uh, the next thought. So I thought that was really helpful in a way of framing up how we can think about listening, how we can make ourselves not wrong, but just understanding that we may have natural tendencies and that our partner or friends might have other tendencies. And one of the best listening exercises, if you would like to go and try this with a friend or a partner, one of the great listening exercises that I've done over the years is just the one, it's, it's where you and your friend or partner sit um, facing each other. You could be in chairs, you could be sitting cross-legged. And you face each other and you, you know, it's nice if you look at each other in the eyes or you could just at least kind of at their face or acknowledge kind of looking at them. And you have a timer and you can set the timer for, you know, around five minutes, probably three to five minutes. You set a timer and one of you is going to just talk like what's, you know, how was your day? And you're just going to talk about your day. And the person listening just practices listening. So this isn't, um, oh, that's cool. Oh, I'm so proud of you, honey. Like it's not that listening. It's just a, I'm here, I'm listening. I'm not nodding. I'm not, oh, I'm not making faces. I'm just trying to listen, take it in and just be following the words, but just let the person speak. Because we'll hear things like, what are they hoping for, from us as a listener? What is their timing? you know, um, what kind of listening they're looking for, perhaps. So we want to kind of just sit with that and let that sink in and know that, you know, the next three minutes, they're going to listen to us and we're going to get to talk. So we don't have to sit there thinking about when can I get my word in? When can I share? It's like you have a set time, three minutes for you, three minutes for me. And you might go back and forth a couple of times or three times so that you know you have a time to talk and you have a time to listen and you're very clear about that. You're clear about not responding and influencing the talker. You're just listening and really trying to take it in. Um, and that can be really profound if you and you know perhaps your partner don't have much time to share during the week. And let's say you wanna actually connect. It's Friday night and it's date night and you've been busy all week and you just, don't have it in you like you don't have anything to talk about so having a exercise like this maybe to sit down and just say you know what you're feeling or make a prompt you know like um how was your day what what is something that um you value or you see in yourself something that you're working on as an individual 
um, you know, something that you would like to work on in the relationship, perhaps, if you want to go there, but allowing each other to have time to speak and time to listen, where it's, you know, you don't get into your normal patterns of somebody interrupting or somebody not getting their word in or feeling unheard because you have a set time to listen and a set time to speak. That can actually be a really great practice. So hopefully there's something there for you to try and uh, let me know how it goes. I would love to hear about it. Again, you can message me through my website, www.pleasurehealth.com and uh, happy listening.